Hey, on today's episode of the Utah High School Hoops podcast, I am joined by Grinnell College coach DJ Damazo, all the way from Iowa. And you might be wondering, why do we have a coach from a Division three school in Iowa coming on? And I am so excited for you to find out why, because Grinnell College, if you haven't followed them, is an incredible university with an incredible basketball program. And I'm stoked that he's joining us and that you get to listen to it and we get to dig in. This is the Utah High School Hoops Podcast, your source for sometimes informative, but always entertaining coverage of the Utah High School Hoops scene with your host, Adam Meek. What's up, coach? Adam, it's great to see you virtually. It's great to I know. I know, man. Uh, you know what's funny? I, as I was listening to the intro play, I realized I've never really said that this, but my son actually made that beat. My 16-year-old makes like beats and and uh, has, makes his own music. And I was like, oh, I've never really given AJ a shout out for the a podcast. You beat, definitely so. give him a shout. I was I was bobbing my head a little bit. I, I really liked it. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he likes to get he likes to get on uh, what is it Pro Tools or something like that. I don't know what he does, but I tell him. Hey, being creative is the most divine thing about humanity. So as long as you're creating, like I'm, I'm good with it. Just don't consume all the time. So I, I really try to encourage it. Anyway, enough about AJ. Let's pivot to DJ. So, uh, so coach, you're joining me from uh, Grinnell, Iowa, which I believe I've driven through there. It's kind of right in the middle of Iowa. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah, right smack dab in, in the middle of, of Iowa. Yep. So we're going to get into all sorts of stuff about, you know, what makes D3 special and and, and the Grinnell system. Uh, but I want to start with with you and just a little bit about your story. So walk me through what how did you get involved in coaching and how did you get to this point in your career so far? Yeah, well, Adam, thanks again for having me. Um, my journey, uh, I grew up in western Pennsylvania uh, in a small town called Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. If, if you're familiar with Western Pennsylvania in the sports scene, like it's football, 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 and uh, football kind of uh, runs the show over there. But I was very fortunate to grow up uh, in a school district that was a football powerhouse, but was also a basketball powerhouse. Um, the high school coach in the district that I grew up in um, was John Miller. Uh, and his, his two sons are division one coaches. Sean Miller is at Xavier. Um, Archie Miller is at Rhode Island now. And there've been a number of, of great players, a number of uh, great coaches that have come from Blackhawk. And I was, I was very fortunate to grow up, um, you know, for Coach Miller's camps um, and just being around high level basketball. And um, yeah, I, I played all four years at Blackhawk. We had some, some great success on the court. and. As I was looking for schools, it, it was pretty easy for me. My, my dad worked at uh, Geneva College, which is where I attended, so I got free tuition there, which was which was wonderful. And it, it was, where's where's Geneva College for Geneva, those of us? Yeah, Geneva is actually right in Beaver Falls, so Geneva was actually closer. So my college was actually closer than my high school, uh, <laughs> which is kind of funny to think about. Um, but yeah, it was up, so it was close to home. It was free, and it, it was a Christian college, which um, you know check. Three boxes, three huge boxes for me. Um, so got to Geneva, played all four years. My my career was, um, it was tough in many ways, but also a blessing in many ways. So um, we had a really good team my freshman year. We 
uh, didn't play a ton my freshman year and we returned a good bit my, my sophomore year and I was um, starting getting lots of minutes and, and about halfway through the, the, the season I got two concussions in three days it was mostly my own fault I, I didn't tell the whole truth of the extent of my injury of the second uh, excuse me of the first concussion because yeah we were playing really well like trying to get the, the top seed in the conference and um, really wanted to play the next game and unfortunately I, I got a second concussion in three days and um, you know I thought I was going to be out a week or two and then sure enough I was actually out the rest of my sophomore year and then my entire junior year oh, so wow lots of soul searching lots of frustration and um, from the concussions or were that from was the concussions, yeah from the concussions Jeez. so yeah it was very very difficult time and that's probably a story for another day but i would say as it relates to this um you know i think during that time i, I realized that i wanted to be a coach i i was in the um coach's office you know learning the behind the scenes things my my college coach coach sanicero uh a great friend and, and mentor like we, we talked a lot about different things team dynamics and i'm like huh, maybe, maybe I should try coaching one day. So uh, I, I did end up playing my senior year. It, it was not uh, to the level of my expectations, you know, just sitting out for a year and a half. But right. um, I knew during that time, like, I, I absolutely want to get into college coaching. And as crazy as it might sound, I it, it was an absolute blessing in disguise for me to have those injuries because, you know, I wouldn't be where I am right now uh, without that. I, I truly believe that. And, and Geneva is what's the what's the uh, designation, I guess, for because I know there's people don't know there's obviously NC, NCAA. But uh, as I was telling you, I had uh, gone out to Dubuque, Iowa, uh, to potentially go play at Emmaus Bible College, which is NCCAA. Right. Too. So curious, what what's Geneva? So Geneva's um, NCAA Division Three, but they actually also have an affiliation with with the uh, NCCAA. Got so it. They have a dual affiliation, but their primary affiliation is NCAA Division Three. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, what was? Did you go from Geneva then to Grinnell, or how did you get connected up with Grinnell College? Yeah. So there's. Um, I, after graduating, I went to Eastern University, which is in Eastern Pennsylvania, another Christian college. I, I was a graduate assistant there. Um, I worked for two great bosses, Nate Stewart and, and Eric McNally. So it was pretty unique. I got to learn from two different head coaches. And I really enjoyed my time as a GA because, you know, I really got to see a program from the, the ground up. So like um, I, I was doing laundry, I was driving vans, I was doing every imaginable task. And I'm very grateful for that time um, in my career because I, I feel like I have a, a full understanding of what it takes to to run a program. And from there, I, I so I sort of have a non-linear path. I should have started with that in my, in my coaching career. <laughs> so I, I graduated um, with my master's from Eastern, and it was like a December graduation. And from and I actually didn't have anything lined up after my time at Eastern. So I actually took a gap, sort of a gap year. Um, just you know, figuring out do I want to go through this full throttle and and everything kept pulling back, pulling me back and like yes, this is absolutely what I want to do. So took a year off, but believe it or not, in, in February there was a a job opening for a school transitioning from uh, the NCCAA um, to Division Three. Um, there was a coaching transition and 
I applied for the job and and I and I actually got it, which was crazy. I was a 26 year old head coach of a Division three school. I, I I would guess I was probably the youngest coach in the country. And upon getting the job, that the president and the AD in my interview were like, "Just so you know, this is." career suicide for you like we're, we're like you have to completely change the culture of the program um you know i don't care about wins and losses like we need to clean up the mess off the court mm. i'm like sign me up so i maybe naive maybe whatever but i i gladly signed up and uh it, it, it was an absolute process like my first year there we uh we went three and 19 i believe Oof. uh second year we went one in 20 so it got even worse because we kind of cleaned house but you know during that second year when when we went one in 20 we we were bringing in really good pieces and uh i i just felt a shift off the court and i'm like year three i i really believe we're going to make a pivot and then sure enough we um year three we went 12 and 10 so it was, it was one of the biggest turnarounds in all of division yeah, that's huge and uh interestingly enough it, it, it kind of dovetails into the grinnell piece but my third year, we, we played very, very up-tempo. Like, we didn't do exactly what Grinnell did, um, but we played very up-tempo, shot a lot of threes, pressed, and that led to a lot of the on-court success in year three. But I, had, I did not know the Arsenal family. I didn't, I didn't reach out to ask any questions. It's just sort of ironic the way it ended up. But uh, so that was year three. Year four um, was COVID, so we didn't play any games or anything like that. And... At that point in my career, you know, we, we sort of rebuilt the program. It was it was stable. It was in a good position. But I was working another job at the college full time. So, you know, from eight to five, I was working in the provost's office and doing lots of things. And basketball was technically a part time job. So it just sure. it wasn't sustainable. It's never, it's never a part time job, though, right? Like yeah, for high school I mean, college coaches, no, not no, it's job. not. They so, get these tiny stipends in these in these schools, but it's like you got to work forty hours, but we correct. can't pay you. We can't pay you to work two hours, so you got to get a job. That's, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense though. Yeah. So long story short, um, you know, it was didn't feel like it was sustainable. I, I had two young kids at the time. My wife was pregnant with our with our third, and you know, I was just looking around, and this does not happen in 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 any job, but in particular, you know, college athletics, I, I just blindly applied to the Grinnell assistant job and went through the process and, and ended up getting it. And I couldn't be more fortunate, like coach Dave, obviously brilliant basketball mind, but he and his dad are just two of the, the greatest people you'll ever meet. They took me in uh, like family and uh, I, I've been so appreciative of my time here. And yeah, we're, um, this is my third season now, you know, first season we, we were 16 and eight. Uh, then last season it was, it was a rough one um, for, for multiple different reasons, but, but this year we're back on track. We're, we're 15 and four at the moment. Um, we're led by uh, a three headed monster of, of freshman guys that are, uh, you know, scoring at a very high clip, including one guy that's leading the country in scoring. So we're, we're very happy. Um and we're looking forward to the future. I'm stoked to get into it here. Uh, this is uh, Coach DJ Damazo from Grinnell. Uh, we're going to go to a quick break here, hear from our sponsor. When we come back, though, we're going to hear exactly what he means by the Grinnell system. And we want to hear more about the, the school because the chances are you probably haven't heard of it. If you're if you're here in Utah, but you really need to because it's it's pretty innovative and and I think it's important for us to open up our 
our eyes to uh, to what's going on in the world uh, of of basketball, specifically in college basketball. So we'll be right back with Coach DJ. How the heck are you supposed to eat five servings of fruits and vegetables a day? And as a mom, I think I figured it out. Ruby, Ruby is the only way. Open, pour, shake, drink. My kids love Ruby because it tastes so good. And when in your life are you gonna get this many fruits and vegetables in just one serving? Like I get to eat my McKee berries. Trust me on this one. Try it once and you will not regret it. Your kids won't even complain that they have to drink it. It's that good. And you won't regret going to goruby.com and using code Adam15 to get 15% off your purchase. That's goruvi, G O R U V I.com, and use code Adam15 for 15% off your purchase. All right, we are back here with Coach DJ from Grinnell College. We just went through his history, his, uh, what'd you call it, the non linear history of, <laughs> of uh, getting to Iowa. Uh, so you moved to Iowa. You at this point, when you applied to Grinnell, were you familiar with kind of the Grinnell system, or was it still maybe maybe like my knowledge might be where you you've read some articles and you know you've seen this maybe you saw the Jack Taylor story with Kobe, you know like that that obviously got a lot of got a lot of headlines. Um, was that sort of your familiarity, or were you like I did some research, I applied, I knew what I wanted to do. And, and my wife was like, we need to go to the middle of Iowa, hun. We need to move. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I would say pretty, pretty similar to your knowledge. Like, you know, we, we, during my third year at Valley Forge, we did watch a, t- a good bit of Grinnell film. So um, I think that also w- was a piece of it, you know, and then le- just learning about Grinnell as a school. And I think it kind of ties into what you, what you're getting at here. Um, I, I didn't realize how great of a school Grinnell is. So we're, we're currently number 10 or 11th ranked liberal arts college in the country. So it's mm. you're basically getting an, an Ivy league education here at Grinnell. Like during, during regular decision, we have a 9% acceptance rate. So um, you're getting a very, very high level um, degree on top of a wonderful basketball experience. And that plays into, I'm, I'm guessing the, maybe even the genesis of Grinnell or why you guys play. So what you you're wearing a shirt. If you're listening to this, you can't see uh coach is wearing a shirt that says three is greater than two. And I think that's probably a, a mantra uh, at Grinnell, right? So maybe kind of talk a little bit about the, the Grinnell system. I mean, you have a 9% acceptance rate for any student to get in there, which, uh, you know, and it's a division three school. So you can't offer academic scholar or athletic scholarships. So I'm sure there's a whole bunch of different roadblocks to get kids to to come to to Grinnell. Um, but but the system has to be one of those things that's super attractive. So uh, along with the academics, obviously, and, you know, the Ivy League that you're talking about. So walk me through this this system, you know, like give me the the Grinnell system for dummies uh, sort of overview yeah. uh, of what you guys do there. Yeah, I think the best way to describe it is. You know, if you can picture your team down, you know, 11, 12 points with a minute to go and you're, you're on defense and you have to get the ball back. So you're obviously going to press. Uh, you're going to have maximal effort while you're pressing. If you don't get a steal, you're going to um, be super aggressive in the half court, double team the ball at all times. And when you do get the ball back, uh, whether that's, you know, by uh, getting scored on or, or, um, creating a turnover, you're racing the ball down and you're getting a high quality 
um, three point shot or, or or layup at the rim uncontested as fast as you can, like ideally in, you know, eight to 10 seconds. And it's, but for us, like that, that's two possessions I just gave right there for us. That's, you know, the entire game, the entire game, your, your hair's on fire the whole game. Correct. So completely relentless the the entire game. And we're able to do that because we do hockey subs. So five in five out subs every like roughly like 45 seconds to a minute. So guys are able to be fresh and, play at the level that we want them to play at every single possession. Interesting. There's a school here in Utah, actually, Pleasant Grove High School that I I went and watched. And I was like, I think they're they didn't do the full Grinnell system, but there were definitely like long stretches of the game where they're doing hockey subs and they were pressing and and they shot they shot a lot of threes uh, in that in that particular game. So, you know, I'm guessing that there's been more and more people who have sort of picked up on aspects of it. But you're just like we are, it's literally called the Grinnell system. Like you are all in on this all game long. Um, it, so it, so it's, it's, it's five. Do you play a rotation of 10 or does the rotation go out to, you know, 15 or how does that work? Yeah. So to start the game, we'll, we have, we have 20 guys that dress for us. And this year, actually it's, it's pretty unique. Like all 20 of the guys are actually playing in one and every single game. And, um, it gets a little complicated, but uh, to simplify it, I would say like we have three groups of five to start. So um, three groups of five and within the, that uh, 15 number, like some guys play um, less with the other five that aren't in the 15, if, if that makes sense. So, okay. so we have three groups of five to start. And then generally with like, you know, eight to 10 minutes in the first half, we'll, we'll go down to AB and that'll, which means that's kind of our top 10 players. And we'll, we'll still do the hockey subs, but instead of with three groups, it'll be two groups. Okay. And then we'll do the same thing in the second half. And uh, yeah. So, th- so there's groups that will play more minutes. Like there, there's individual players who at the end of the day, if you look Correct. at the box score, Correct. will have played more minutes than other Correct. players. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Got it. That makes sense. So it's uh, and and you all score. You mentioned that you have a player who's leading the country in scoring. Yeah, he, Kai Tahuki um, is his name. He's he's from New Zealand actually. So he's a freshman from New Zealand. I think he's up to twenty eight points a game. Just just a world class shooter. Um, and yeah, he's he's playing very well for us. Does it help that the kids when they're in the game? You know, they're, they're in for, you said, you know, like you said, 45 seconds, a minute, whatever it is. I, I've heard people say, like, I just don't know how it could get into a rhythm. I'm sure there's all sorts. Listen, I know there's all sorts of critics of, of Grinnell, right? Like, I don't need to go into it. But as a player, uh, I, I would imagine there's there, maybe there can be a bit of concern. Like, oh, I just felt like I just got in and I just got going. Does that concern go away because of the frequency of the substituting where it's like you're just really out for a water break and then you're going to be right back in yeah adam you hit the, you hit the nail right on the head so it's it's funny like two of our uh two of our other freshman guards um who are second and third on our team in scoring like a lot a big concern of theirs during the recruiting process was like i don't know if i can do the hockey subs like i just don't know about it i'm like i i hear you but like just trust me like once you get here um, you're going to understand the rationale and I'll never forget this year we were doing like an inter-squad scrimmage type deal. And, um, after one shift, so, you know, it was about 55 seconds, both of the freshman guards were, um, they came out and they were both on the ground, like lay- lying on the ground, just 
couldn't move and like with their water i'm like still want to play two or three minutes at a time they're like coach you're exactly right i'm like yes thank you um but yeah i think like you know through the recruiting process it, it can be a concern and but once you actually do it like guys completely understand and are bought in and they 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 want to play that amount of time and you all had a game, I think it was it last year, uh, that was against Emmaus Bible College. That's why I think I had mentioned it when we were talking beforehand, yeah. where you ended up the game. It, I don't did you not attempt a two? Is that what it was? It was yeah, that's correct. Yeah. So we shot all threes. I think it was I think it was 111 threes, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, whatever it is, it's more than I've seen a team shoot in one game <laughs> live. I can guarantee you that much. Yes. yes. Um yeah, and you know, I was I was actually talking with another with another dad here. We were watching the Pleasant Grove team play, and they, you know, they weren't doing the, the full Grinnell system, like I said, but it was a lot of it. And there was like, oh, I just don't know if you know my son would really like that. I'm like, yeah, but can you imagine if you knew that you had a green light when you're in the game? Like, it, you everybody has a green light when you're. I'm I'm guessing, right? Like, is all five players are on the court and. They, they yeah, yeah, more or less, more or less, for sure. More or less. Okay, I don't know. I, yeah. You've got one player who's like, coach has never told me I had a green light. And you're like, calm <laughs> down, Jimmy. I was a reason. <laughs> you got to set some screens, buddy. Um, but, you know, I mean, just having that confidence and, and knowing, like, I'm not coming out because I'm making a mistake. I'm coming out because right. I'm exhausted and yeah. I need to come out, but I'm going to go back in. I just think that there's a whole mental shift that has to happen that you probably see unlocked in kids. Uh, when when they're playing in the system, right? No, absolutely. I mean, it's just we, we we play fearless, and it's different than you know everyone else in the country. Like Coach Dave actually used this example today to uh, Kai Tuki, our, our freshman um, guy that's leading the country in scoring. He, you know, he kind of said like, "There's nowhere else in the country where if if he would miss 15 shots in a row, 15 threes in a row, and got the ball for an open three on the 16th one." And if he didn't shoot it, like that's when he would actually probably get in trouble. So it's yeah. just, but I think you're exactly right. Like it, it there's this confidence of knowing, like if you if you put in the work and if you're getting the the high quality shots that we're we're going to get, like like you're, we have full confidence that you're going to make them. And um, yeah, I think that's very freeing as a player. No doubt. So Todd, you you mentioned recruiting. Um, so I've got I've got kind of two ends to this recruiting question. So. Um, you know, like I like I mentioned, you know, D3, you, you're not able to offer athletic uh, financial scholarships. Right. And Grinnell, I'm guessing with with the Thai academics and its low acceptance rate is probably not the most inexpensive university to attend. Right. So when you're out when you're out recruiting, um, how 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 does that initial conversation go? Do you find that kids know who you are? I mean, you just said you're leading scores from New Zealand. So somehow you got a hold of a kid in New Zealand to come there. What is, what is the recruiting process like with such a unique system uh, with within the D3, you know, parameters, and then also within the parameters of this high academic institution? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I think, I think our high academic standards are both a, a blessing and a curse. It's meaning like, like we can't, we can't go out and, watch an AAU tournament where there's, you know, 200 teams and just find the best players that would be great D3 players because like, you know, probably 80 to 90% of them wouldn't be admit admissible to, to Grinnell. So we have to do our homework and know exactly who we're going after ahead of time and based off grades, everything like that. Um, 
fortunately, there, there's a number of uh, like high academic basketball camps throughout the country, like in Boston, Los Angeles, Texas, that we hit pretty hard. And um, it's guys attending those camps they, they want to go to a school like Grinnell. So that's that's been very helpful for us. And then the other piece is just being in it for like 10 years now. I, I feel like I'm I'm pretty connected throughout the country and guys calling pretty often just you know sharing guys that would fit in the Grinnell system and uh also fit academically but yeah the beauty of it is you know almost every airport that I've, I've been in if I'm wearing you know the three is greater than two shirt or Grinnell basketball shirt I, I get stopped because people are just so curious about Grinnell basketball and it, it's just it's great marketing just being able to share our program sharing what we're about sharing our, our university as a, as a whole. And I think we can get in the door with, with basically every high academic D3 kid because of our style, because, you know, they're, it's, it's so intriguing and um, there's an opportunity to put up big numbers uh, and, and guys are intrigued by that. Yeah. And for most, I mean, for most kids I'm thinking about who, you know, who are going to go there, they're not, you know, they're, they're not like, they're not on the rivals, you know, three and four and five star lists as as players. Right. And so this is likely and this is kind of going to lead me to my next question. This is likely the last place where they will play for a team, for a school in a competitive environment. Right. And so why not go there and score 25 points a game? And then, you know, when you're a dad and you show your kids like, no, this dad is it's what dad did in in college. I mean, there, there's something really cool and special about that that I, I think kids today probably miss a little bit and now that i'm more advanced i mean i'm in my 40s now so uh you know i i look back and it's like gosh that would that that's pretty awesome what some of these kids are going to be able to say uh to to their kids right when they when they eventually get done with school they get a great degree i guess my question is the college recruiting landscape meaning inter-college recruiting has shifted obviously wildly since the transfer portal and you know this nil stuff do you find that that you have you have a hard time retaining uh, student athletes at Grinnell, or because because of the way you play, do coaches just kind of go like, uh, I don't know, we're gonna we're not we're not gonna recruit, you know, to the D three level? Like, how does that whole dynamic work now that colleges, you know, NAIA, D two, D one, even other D three schools are constantly recruiting kids who are already playing college basketball. Right. Right. Um, you know, fortunately, again, just, just being at like such a high academic grade school, like, you know, w- once you get into a, a place like Grinnell, like you just, you really almost can't leave because it's such a good school. So fortunately yeah. we haven't been hit with like transfer portal or, or anything like that. And, you know, our, our sis, our style of play, I think, I don't even think I've mentioned this, but like, it's also just fun. Like it's just a fun way to play basketball. Like, like, like I said, like all 20 guys on the roster are playing. Um, our practices are up tempo, um, and it's just a fun environment to be in. And like guys just don't want to leave that. Like once you get here, it, it's just great. And you know, we have obviously I said 20 guys on our roster. 19 of them are not from Iowa. Like we have guys from all over the country and, and world. So um it, it's just funny like just to think about they're they're going to school in the middle of iowa and right. but, but once you come here it's it's a f- special place and with a great community and um i think all those things combined you, you just don't really want to leave i got to get out to a game i mean are, are the home games pretty 
pretty well attended from the community as well? Do they show up and, and support? Yeah, very well attended. Like there's a number of people that will be there, like, like, you know, the elder, some elderly people that will be there an hour before the game, uh, ready to go. And, you know, Grinnell's a town of 9,000 people. And whenever we're out in, in, in the bakery, people will come up and, and talk about Grinnell basketball. And, you know, I can't watch any other style of basketball. They're, they're just, it's just ingrained within in the fabric yeah. of, of the college and of, of the town, which is very cool. Man, I love that. I love that so much. Uh, well, coach, we're coming up here on our time. Um, you know, you mentioned you've got you've got kids who come from all over the all over the U.S. So what's the best way if there's a parent or a player out here in Utah who, you know, they go do the research, they check it out. They're, you know, high academic kid. And and they're like, man, this looks like a, a perfect. I would love to go to a school like this. Do You all have like a recruiting questionnaire or how do how do players or coaches or even, you know, parents, how do they reach out to you to start that process? Yeah, you know, my my email is on our our website. I'm try to get back to to almost every email that I get. So that that would be a great way just, you know, connecting uh with me on there or actually it's it's crazy that we've gotten to this point i think in, in many ways but like twitter dms as well like i mean that's how we we connect that's how we connected up yeah 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 and i'm i'm honestly more more likely to respond to one of those maybe than even an email but yeah one of those two places like uh reaching out like talking about why you might be interested in grinnell and um that those are all helpful things and and honestly for any listener that might be listening to this i i'm i'm very passionate about division three basketball and the recruiting landscape and I, I just love you know everything about it so if there's any questions about just division three recruiting in general i would be happy to to talk to um, anyone about those things because as you said there's just not division three schools um you know yeah. near utah and so I, I would be happy to to talk about the process yeah for sure i mean i've been i've been lucky enough to i mean i grew up right next to colorado college and so I've seen some Colorado College games. That's the closest D3 school to here. Uh, I, I do a lot of work, oddly enough. I think I told you at University of Wisconsin Stout. And right. so I've been out to a couple of games there. And that that league in Wisconsin is is top notch. Yeah. I mean, if if you're a if you're a player or even if you're a parent and you you ought to just watch or even go watch a game live and you'll realize like division three basketball is not some sort of it's not like the, just barely above your varsity. These are grown men, yes. <laughs> strong, yeah. athletic, who can shoot it. And for a lot of them, it was, this is the best school I could go to academically because there's a lot of really high academic D3 schools out there like yeah. Brunel. And, but they're, they're, they're incredible basketball players. So don't, don't overlook D3. That would be my, my yeah. Uh, statement. Yeah, just real quick. There's a guy, Bob Quillman. He's, um, he's, it's kind of like the national media for, for division three. And he, he does, uh, he talks a lot about division three basketball. One of my favorite things he does is he'll post a very, very high level division three player. And he'll, he'll kind of say like, you know, there's high school kids out there that think they're too good for division three, but they're nowhere near this player. And I encourage you to watch it. And, um, I, th I think, just think that's very true. Yeah. Who was, was it the, was it a D three player that I'm trying to remember who was the kid in Minnesota that, yeah. Was that a D3 player? Went D3 off from McAllister. Yeah, he scored. Yeah. Uh, I think it was in the 40s or 50s, maybe against uh, Minnesota. Against yeah, against the Golden Gophers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, just, 
he just went off and it's like that kid's playing division three basketball right uh, right and right. didn't uh correct me if i'm wrong was duncan robinson he started off at d3 as well didn't he he did yeah he was at williams uh in, in massachusetts and then transferred to michigan so yeah turns out don't overlook d3 everybody uh that goes for the players that goes for the parents and uh and not just because you can become duncan robinson because like you said you can get a great education uh, you can still play ball and you know there's a ton of opportunities so uh coach i really appreciate it i hope uh i hope some folks here in utah will will tune in and try to watch some grinnell bat can you can, do you guys live stream your games i'm guessing how can we do we live, we live stream all our games uh yeah i would really encourage you to to tune in watch adam i'll get you a three is greater than two shirt i'll send it i'll send one over to you These let's are go <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, coach, thanks so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Uh, I need to get out there and uh, and check out a game. Uh, like I said, I drove right through. I drove right on, is it I-80 that goes yep, through? Exactly. I was on I-80 and I was like, Grinnell, wait. <laughs> I was with my, my, uh, my, my wife and kids. But And it, by the way, if you haven't, and I know that this is probably like the, the most cliche thing, but go and Google the Jack, what do you have? 138 points. 138 so points. Yep, exactly. 138 points from Jack Taylor, uh, Grinnell College, and uh, it was it was a remarkable feat. I think he shot is it 76 threes or something like that in the game. I think that's all right. Yep. It was it was it was a he got up shots. All you players are like, I'm going to go to the gym, get up shots. Well, he did it in, in a game with refs and defense. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, coach, uh, appreciate you. Thanks so much for coming on. Uh, maybe we can do it again. Uh, this has been this has been fun. Hopefully, some people reach out. I'll make sure that your Twitter uh, link or X or whatever we're calling it these days is is down in the in the show notes, along with the link to Grinnell and um, what else did we have? Oh, your email. Uh, I'll have that uh, page on there as well. I won't publish your email because you know they like scroll these things and then you get a whole bunch of crap. So, uh, but I'll let everyone make sure they can just click something and, and reach out to you, Coach DJ. Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me. This was great. All right. God bless.